everyone. It's Marilyn O'Leary and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I'm super excited about today's episode because my book is in pre-order and you can go to Barnes & Noble, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Common Sentience uh, website, you can go to my website, MarilynLaurie.com, and you can purchase it. And if you email us the copy, a picture of the receipt at book1 at MarilynLaurie.com before um, Friday, July 1st, 2022 at midnight, you will get some incredible bonuses. So you'll just take a picture of that receipt, whether it's online or whatever it is, you email it over to book1 at marilynalori.com. And we, before July 1st, 2022 at midnight Pacific time, you will get the bonuses. And there's some really, really incredible bonuses. And you can go to my website, marilynalori.com and uh, check that out and check the book out and check the um, bonuses out as well. And today's episode, I take you on a really fun journey. So it was an interesting episode for me to do because I had no idea what I was going to do. And you're going to be like, yeah, Marilyn, you do that all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I know that, but I really didn't know this time. And um, we go on this journey with your guides, with bridging the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And we use excerpts from the book to get you there. So I really feel that you're going to enjoy this one. I, during it a bit, I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And then it was like, hmm, this is good. Ooh, I like that. Hmm. So it was a lot of that going on for me. I didn't do that on the podcast. I was doing that internally. So you won't hear me making those sounds during the podcast, thankfully, right? But anyway, go enjoy it. Get the book. You're going to love it. I want to hear about it. I want you to just tell me all about it. I, I direct message me on Instagram. Let me know. Um, I'm better off at, I'm better in Instagram than I am with Facebook direct messages. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. You're going to hear a little music and enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And today we have an extremely special pod party. I have my membership my soul stars from Membership for Your Soul joining me today, and they are an incredible group of people, a magical community, a community of people that have, some of them have been with me for quite some time, and they really support each other in these really wonderful ways. So we're trying something new and different in Membership for Your Soul, and I'm bringing them specific training as well as opening it up to Q&A for them. I always bring them training in Membership for Your Soul and other teachers bring them training, and then some of them even teach in Membership for Your Soul. And they also do a lot of live um, components as well. They do a lot of uh, live reading circles, practice reading circles. Um, they have progress pods now that are starting. There's so many live components that the members themselves run. And because they, you have to be in my program for a year before you run something live with the community because we need to get to know you for a year to make sure that you're safe enough. We only want safe people in here. And what I mean by that is people who really know how to really take care of others, to really hold space for them, help them to feel safe when they're doing readings and it's really scary or help them to feel, let them feel vulnerable in a very safe space, cheerleaded. It really is a beautiful, beautiful community. And recently I'm gonna share this and this is my members are on here. The way this is going to work is like other pod parties where I'm going to teach something for 15, 20 minutes. Today, we are specifically working on relationship with guide and a relationship with a symbol. So I'm going to show you all how to do that. So if you're listening on the podcast or watching this on YouTube, you're going to learn how to do that. And then the members, um, then anybody, they can ask me questions at the end of this. Um, Part of the reason why I'm doing this is because I used to do readings in membership and I started getting to a place because I know my members so well that if they were asking the same question over and over again, I was experiencing personal frustration of answering that question again. 
And it really got very clear for me that I needed to graduate to a different place. And there are many members in membership that are phenomenal readers because they do free readings in there. They'll go on and do a group thing and they'll do readings. And it became, um, somebody actually emailed me after uh, Jan and Jennifer did a readings and they were like, they did a great job. And it seems to me like you don't want to do readings anymore. And I was like, no, I, it's not that I don't want to do readings anymore. It's that I don't want to people to come to me with the same question. They're disempowering themselves. They're not making changes. When I was used to do private readings, people would come to me. And then after the reading, they'd be like, when can I come back? And I'm like, not until you create change in your life because the reading is going to be the same. And it was normally about a three month period. I wasn't one of these readers, like, give me all your money and let's talk every single week. That isn't what I wanted to do. So I, I got to a place where I care so deeply about my community that I'm, I'm almost getting a little tired in, in my own energy field because I care so much about people creating change and people living the life of their dreams that I have to work on myself about that. It's not good for me, honestly, because it, it could hurt. It, it, it's not good for me and it's not good for my members. If I'm so um, invested in their uh, journey that I get to a point where I'm like, why aren't you doing it already? That's not good. That's not the kind of teacher I ever want to be. And so I was like, you know what? This person's kind of right. Let me step back. Let me let all these other magical readers do these readings because they're new to them, right? They can ask any questions. They're not going to be like, oh, I've asked Marilyn this question for the past eight months and she's going to have a hissy fit on me. Some people were afraid to ask me questions because I'd have hissy fits. And I thought this is a really great place to create space. So I can do what I so magically do, which is teach people how to do it for themselves. And I can also offer up readings at the end of this and coaching, which I love doing. I love doing readings. And then my members can come together and I love doing this meetings with them because I get to see their faces and we get to have an intimate experience together. So I share this with a lot of you too, because I want you to recognize that when you're in a business, I've been in a business over 15 years, it never stays the same, never stays the same. And you have to be able to go with the flow of it. And you have to recognize, even if you're in a business you love, there's going to become moments where you're like, this isn't feeling resonant anymore. I need to shift and change this. And that's scary. I, was, I didn't know how you guys were going to react when I put out this new email, but we also offered up progress pods. We offered up a lot of things. So we never want to take anything away without offering up a lot of you know, great stuff. And we haven't heard any complaints from anyone. Everybody's like, great, I'm signed up for a progress pod, super excited. You know, so I'm really excited about that too, because I care about my community. I really do care about them. So I'm excited to teach all of you today about really getting in relationship with your guide. And we're going to talk about relationship. As many of you know, my book is coming out. It'll probably be available by the time this podcast is aired, it will be available. So you can go to Amazon, you can go to Barnes and Noble. I think it's listed on every major book site. And the book is, I always have to look up the title, so forgive me, <laughs> because I wasn't the only one who titled it. It was, it's part of a Common Sentience series. So the publisher really titled it. I knew it was Guides, but it's Guides, colon, Mystical Connections to Soul Guides and Divine Teachers. And when I was writing this book, a lot what came up for me is about relationship. Everything is in relationship. And we learn in relationship. We exist in relationship. So we're going to really create a dynamic, strong connection to a guide today. 
through relationship. And then I may invite, I may introduce something about symbols in that because in next level living, I'm teaching, we deep dove into symbols. Um, yes, this Tuesday, um, as I'm recording this, at the time I'm recording this. And the, where we went with the symbols were frequency and energy and three-dimensional. And it was quite mind-blowing for me personally as a teacher, what was coming through me and for my uh, community as well in Next Level Living. We really had an incredible experience. So I might bring in a little bit of that as well, or I may take dynamics, uh, certain components from the symbol class and bring it into the guides. But let me talk about relationship first. So when, when I say you're in relationship with your guides, put in the chat, guys, what that means to you. I'm going to continue to teach and then I'm going to go and read your questions. But when I say, what, what does it mean to be in relationship with your guides? What do you think that means to you? That's what I'd like to know is what do you think that means to you? Put that in there. And then in the future, maybe we'll unmute as well as people share. So I'm actually waiting for your answers because I'm curious to see how people respond to this. Mary said, intimate and authentic, great. Beva said, communicating with them, for me, like a conversation with them, beautiful. Great, great, great. Being able to communicate with my guides in many different kinds of ways, Simi, great, great. Anybody else? Corinne, be in touch with your guides, intimacy. Intimacy, love that word, Jillian, teamwork, beautiful. Constant awareness, openness, receiving mode, Maria. Gloriana, supportive knowing. Sharon, talking to spirit to get clear. Great answers. Now, let me ask you this. Think of somebody you have a relationship with in your life. Somebody that you consider somewhat a loving relationship, not one of those really difficult, challenging ones. What do you think is the dynamic or the emotional expression? Like what emotional words would you use to describe that relationship? Somebody that you really care about, somebody that you love. What would be the words that you would use, like Corinne, your granddaughter, you know, your grandkids reading to them, what would be the words that you would use? Um, this is beautiful. Thank you, Bev. I realizing how they do it. A listening ear of a friend, a listening ear of a friend. She was answering something else, but love that listening ear of a friend. Give me some more. Everybody answer. I want everybody participating. Um, even if you're not sure, say, I'm not sure, but think about somebody warm and fuzzy. Mary said, love that. Beautiful. Um, it's okay. Um, come on. I want to hear from everyone. I really want everybody to participate. I know some of you may be on a phone and it's a little hard to type in zoom when you're on a phone and that's okay too. Sharing them, seeing them with loving eyes, beautiful sharing and challenging. Great. Sandy loving non-judgmental, non-judgmental, beautiful. Jillian says mutual respect, love, joy, and safety. Love it. Gia time at my granddaughter's great. But what is the emotional experience in that relationship? Gia? Gloriana said, supportive, present when I need them. Now, looking at all these words, even the challenging one, I love that that came through. Simi said, joyful, because it's true. Joy and unconditional love, great. Can your guides have all these emotional aspects? Can your relationship with your guides have all these emotional aspects? Yeah, everybody, people are nodding yes, 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 all the yeses. Um. Beva said, they accept me, I feel. I do my best to keep accepting them. That's okay, Beva. That is great. It's relationship. I don't know where this misnomer, misnomer, I think I'm saying the word right, 
this confusion. We'll use my my um, fifth grade grammar uh, grammar school education. I have a college education. I'm just saying, like the way I speak is very like second to fifth grade. Um, I don't know where this confusion came in that when you're communicating with your guides, you're not experiencing confusion, lack of uh, you might at in the beginning of the relationship, lack of trust. Um, emotional experience of finally being seen and how uncomfortable that could be. True intimacy, um, a little bit of like awe, um, surprise. All of that is part of it. Think about now a new relationship. Think about a relationship that either you're just starting with someone or a relationship that maybe when you met your husband or you met your wife or you met your, you had your baby daughter for the first time or son that relationship was new. How would you describe, what would be an emotional word you would describe for something new that you knew was gonna be like a life-changing experience, having a child, meeting someone who could be a love light, a love affair, meeting a mentor that kind of scares the crap out of you. What would a word be that you would describe that? Or what would be the emotional experience you could possibly have when you're meeting someone like that? Like. For me, I remember the coach I hired a couple of nervous and excited, beautiful Simi, great, loving, great Corinne, disbelief, Sharon, great word, beautiful. Keep going, keep going, guys. You guys are doing great without my helping you with a story, but I'll, intense, beautiful Sharon. Keep going. Wow, Mary said, love it. Anxiety, Jillian, yes. Could be interpreted as anxiety. We don't know, it's the unknown. So why would this relationship with your guides be any different? It's a relationship. You don't know this energy, especially say it's an energy like Jesus or Archangel Michael or Saint Germain, somebody who's got a, a bigger essence out there in the world that we kind of have a consciousness around and we know that they're incredible. And then they step into your path. And if you're not ready to receive that kind of love and that unconditional love and that acceptance from somebody and that intimacy, you're going to be like, whoa, back it off. There's no reason why the relationship with your guides is any different than the relationship with your own human beings in this world. What is the difference? The one difference I will say eventually as you grow this relationship is the unconditional love aspect. The unconditional love, the absolute acceptance for you, the way that they see and hear you, the way they support you 1000% even more, the way that they don't ridicule you, they don't put you down, unconditional love. What is your definition of unconditional love? Write that now too, because if I'm not asking you these questions and you're just listening to my explanation of unconditional love, that's not giving you a real visceral experience of what your relationship with your guides can be. What is unconditional love for you? Perfect accountability. Love that, Corinne. It's great. Accepting me regarding, regardless of my BS, beautiful, Sharon. Unconditional love is acceptance of all aspects of me, positive and negative, beautiful. Love that always is no matter what. Full acceptance without judgment or agenda. No judgment supportive. 
total acceptance, pure trust and understanding without understanding. Pure, this is Gloriana, I love the way you said this. I love what everybody said, but pure trust and understanding without understanding. I'm gonna repeat it again. Pure trust and understanding without understanding. Love that. Trust and authenticity, Jillian, great. Simi says, the same feeling I have for my kids, no matter what they do, don't say that that love is always there. And that's an unusual thing for moms because not all mothers can do that. You know, some mothers have their, if they're not conscious and they're not clear, it's a projection. You've got to be the way I want you to be. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. So that doesn't always have it, but it's great that you recognize what unconditional love is. And that's also with your kids. So everything is relationship every single thing. Tell me now, when I say everything is relationship, I want you to think of things that you are in relationship with. I want you to tell me ways that you, things that you're in relationship with before I give you what you're in relationship with. Okay. Think about it right now. What are you in relationship with? Beva, just think, don't say who, think about what you're in relationship with. Just answer this question. And these are great. It's great, Beva, that you, you answer this like, who? What do you mean? That's the confusion I'm bucking up against. And that's okay, because that's why I'm here to teach you this stuff in a way that you've never been taught it before. Okay, so we have, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, Mary said my stuff. Great. Simi said my chatter in my head. Beautiful. Corinne said unconditional love. She's in relationship with unconditional love. Beautiful. Sandy said everything. Yes. Beva said, husband, this group, my mentors. Beautiful, Beva. Simi said, my thoughts. Uh, Sharon said, my home, my birds, dear. Yes. Gloriana, spouse, home, dogs, everything I come into contact with. Yes. How about relationship with yourself? Not only your thoughts, but the relationship with full acceptance, full you, your soul, yourself. Relationship with the moon. Relationship with um, your physical health relationship with the trees, relationship with the butterflies, relationship, everything's relationship, everything. So why wouldn't your, why wouldn't your guides be a relationship like everything else? Why wouldn't they, when they come in, why wouldn't you have to build trust in them, get to know them, get to know each other, build a relationship with them? It's like any other relationship. You need to learn them, they need to learn you, and you guys need to work together. And that doesn't happen overnight. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna do a little meditation, which I know you guys, some of you have done, it's an everyday guided living and membership. So part of the things that I want you guys to do in the progress pods, you're gonna, you'll see how they run them and they're really simple you're going to pick a uh, probably a class that you do. And you may do like a two minute part of that class or a five minute part of that class. And you're gonna put it in your calendar and you're gonna do it. Because the things that I was running up against in some of the readings that I was doing, people were confused about stuff or struggling with things. And I was like, did you take the symbols class? Did you take the numbers class? Did you take the guides class? And a lot of times the response to me was no. And if you're not taking the classes that are in there, and it's not only my teachings, then how are you going to grow in your experience with yourself, with your guides, with the world, with your goals? 
right? So this is part of the reason also why I'm shifting this and why we added progress pods so that you could feel the intimacy of a group setting, accountability in a really positive way, not like you better do this and it's a half hour a day. It's like, no, all I can do is make that phone call this week. That's all I can do. And that's enough. And you get to see results. So we're going to do a meditation with you that I believe I do in uh, everyday guided living. And we're going to work with a guide. But before we do that, I want you to pick a guide. Now, I would like you to pick a guide that you've kind of already have a feeling of what a feeling of them and what they look like. So can everybody give me in the chat? And if you don't have one, I'll give you one or I'll help you with one. But pick something that you can kind of summon. Um, my words are gone. Summon to you. Something that you could really, like if I said Jesus, I have a picture of Jesus. If I said Blessed Mother, I don't really have a picture of Blessed Mother, but she is blue for me, which is huge. If I say an owl, oh, I just saw him this week again. I have my owl have an experience right away. I'm not sitting here going, what, am I making this up? It's right there. So Sharon, love it. She picked Archangel Michael. I want you to have a color associated with it right now, okay? Just a color. Come on, give me a guide. And if you need help with me giving you a guide, beautiful, Sharon, thank you, Blue. Archangel Michael, Sharon said Archangel. The other Sharon said Archangel Michael. Jesus and Mary, beautiful. Um, Sharon said purple, great, okay. Uh, Clara, Mary, great. Simi's Archangel Michael. Great, great, great. Okay. Uh, Mary, St. Germain, beautiful. Falcon, oh, beautiful. Um, Kali, Hakat. I don't know who that is, Gia. Educate me. Educate me. Okay, great. So close your eyes. Notice when I said close your eyes, where was your breath before I said that? And where is your breath now? Mine came into my body right away as soon as I closed my eyes. But before it, my breath was outside my body because I'm like on this, let's teach this. Breathe into your body. Notice the power of your breath. And what I mean by that is to me and to many people who teach about breath, I don't teach breath work, but breath is so powerful to me. It is my connection to the divine. It is my right to be here. It is the reason I'm here. I'm breathing. And what I mean by that is when I say it's the reason I'm here, breath is so magical, so beautiful, so incredible, so deep, so multidimensional. And if I dive into that and I dive into the energy of that, I just light up knowing that there's so much more that I am capable of that I'm physically doing and being at this moment. So it allows me to explore expansion. What is breath to you? Now, I want you to find a spot in your being that is your spiritual <laughs> I probably should have had more coffee or not as much because my words are like, blah, 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 blah. Your spiritual umbilical cord. It is the place where your spiritual umbilical cord lives. Now, spirit wants me to be careful with my words. They're saying the reason why the words are not coming out as much is because they speak to me in vibration. And this information 
is coming through really fast, really profound, really beautiful from them. And I may stumble, but the thing that they said is the spiritual umbilical cord where it lives doesn't mean that it always lives there. It doesn't mean that it's just a dot if all it appears is a dot today. It could be a vortex, it could be a bird, it could be something so much bigger. But for the purposes of today's exercise, they want you to really focus in on this place where your spiritual umbilical cord is. And just notice if it's a circle, if it's a, it's a tube, if it looks like a belly button, if it's in your heart, wherever it is, and, and just know that whatever it is and wherever it is, is perfect. Breathe into it. Notice how it feels to connect to your spiritual umbilical cord. Now, I want you to call in your guide, the one that you decided to work with before you closed your eyes. And I want you to give them, if they already haven't chosen it, a very specific place to stand. Now, if they are inside your body, I'm okay with that. But I, if, if they're, whether they're inside your body, a lot of times it, for me, I'm in relationship with things. So they're usually outside my body is just the way I understand it. It's the way my guides taught me. Pick that specific place. They're not allowed to move from it for the rest of this, for the next three weeks. You're gonna communicate with them every single day. If all that you do is breathe with them and I'm gonna take you through the breathing exercise now. What you're gonna do is now bring your attention to your spiritual umbilical cord and you're gonna pick a color that you love that represents the unconditional love, the acceptance, the being seen, the heard, recognizes that you're here for something so much greater than you can even imagine. And that doesn't mean working your butt off to get somewhere. That means full acceptance of self. Find that color now. And that color sits in that umbilical cord And you're gonna send that breath to your guide. And it's this colored light that goes out to your guide. And it's like a line of energy. It becomes like this beautiful cord. And what you're doing is telling them, I'm ready for you. I know I'm worthy of you. I'm ready to communicate with you on an everyday basis. I want your help. And I wanna also provide help for you. And you may be like, how can I provide help to Archangel Michael? Well, there's probably many ways you can. Let's not put a period on any experience. So as you breathe that color, they're going to send a color back. Maybe the same color, maybe a different color. But it combines in with that cord. Just notice what that is and breathe back and forth. And what I mean by that is, when they exhale, you're inhaling their breath, this color, this light, this cord. And when you exhale, you're sending them that color, that light, that cord. And when you inhale, you're accepting it from them. And when you exhale, you're bringing it to them. And I'm gonna get quiet for a second because I want you to do it. Now, for me personally, it works like a cord of light. If it was a big uh, bubble of light, it wouldn't work for me. But I'm not somebody who tells you how it has to be. I just wanna give a suggestion. 
do it however you need to do it. But for me, it's a cord of light. So just take a few moments now to breathe back and forth with your guide. Notice how you feel. Now I want you to ask your guide a question and it could be a yes or no. A lot of times I like to steer away from them, but I don't really care what the question is today. And I want you with all intention to ask this question with an open heart also, open to experience, open to the answer, open to not having the answer right now, but you're just open to it. And as you breathe that question to them, you may get an answer right away, you may not. I just want you to breathe with them with the question right now. And whatever comes back to you, I don't care. I don't want to put a period at the end of your experience. I don't want to put paw prints on your experience. I want you to have your own experience. So do that now. Think of a question and, and do the breath back and forth with the question. Now, spirit your guide, they're going to send you a symbol. I don't care if you're like, well, I made that symbol up because I love it. Trust it. But they're sending you a symbol right now. And I want you to breathe it in with them. And just breathe the information of that symbol, like just be with it. Now I want you to take that symbol and if you didn't see anything, I'd like you to pick one. I'd like you to hear one. I'd like you to feel one. There's so many more ways to do this work. And the biggest way to not do this work is to stop yourself. So you come up with it, just bring it into your awareness, but bring that symbol in almost as a guide now. So it's separating out from the umbilical cord. It's separating out from your guide. And this symbol is now becoming a guide. It's just like, it's got little legs and arms or whatever it's doing. Maybe it's flying around, but it's a guide now and it's in a different location. And I want you to breathe with that symbol now. And you don't have to do an umbilical cord of energy. This is more of an inner awareness because you may not be ready to. This is like, this is new territory here. I don't know if I want to breathe into that symbol. I got to get to know you first. Or you may be like, I love this symbol. I'm breathing with it. You get to choose. But breathe with that symbol now. Just all that means is you're bringing your inner awareness to the symbol. And this symbol is becoming like a block of energy. It's three-dimensional. It is just taking like this bigger than life energy. And it's going to start turning around in a 360 fashion. And what that means is, say mine is a, I'm not going to tell you what mine is, but we've done this before with a five, the number five, and we've turned the number five around and you're going to see it from all different angles because there's going to be a different experience with that symbol from the different angles. So do that now, just work with this. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, make it up, see that symbol and let it turn around. I'm going to get quiet. And just notice what you feel about it as it's spinning around and it might let it spin around slow. So you could really get the back of it, the right side of it, the left side of it. Do that now. 
Now ask your guide what this symbol means for you in regards to your question. And you may go in your head right away and be like, well, I want it to mean that things are going to be great and easy and wonderful and phenomenal. I want it to mean that it's going to be successful. You're from membership. So you guys know that, that you're going to get a deeper response than that. I, I know you guys. And what I mean by that, it's not going to be fluff. You understand the experience of life has ups and downs. So ask your guide why they gave you the symbol and how this is helping you with your question. I may not answer it, but how is it helping you with your question? Okay. Now just breathe into your body, breathe into that spiritual umbilical cord Thank your guide. Thank your, the symbol. I'd also ask you to cut cords right now. So Archangel Michael can come down with a sword. And even if Archangel Michael was your guide, he'll do this. Cut the cords. And the reason why I ask you to do this is because I want you to be present in the moment. And sometimes we can fly out of our bodies so much because the experience with our guides is, it's like, oh, wow, why do I want to go back to earth? You're just really a lot of fun and lovely and blessing and great. I struggled with that very much in the beginning about going back to earth after being with my guides when I was first starting to channel. So you want to be able to live your life because that's why you're here. So let Archangel Michael cut the cords and then he drops down a platinum net. And as he drops down the platinum net over your physical being, he pulls it through your body to the ends of your feet and pulls it out and gives it to mother earth and whatever you don't need just goes away. And it's not stripping you away from this beautiful, magical experience. It's stripping away what this experience has healed that you no longer need. It's getting rid of all of that. And then just breathe into that. Breathe into your spiritual being. It's not necessarily the umbilical cord. It's just your body, your physical being and notice how you feel. Say your name to yourself three times, calling your spirit back into your body. Feel the bottom of your feet, your legs, tap them, move your arms around. Remember what you were wearing. That brings you into the moment and then open your eyes. Okay. So Mary walked off screen, but hopefully she can hear me. Mary did something that I really loved. And I think a couple of you did. Oh, good. Thanks, honey. She started writing. Mary understood enough that she needed to write her answers because you're not always gonna remember what you get. Mary, you can unmute actually. She, had to say, she said, I haven't let the dogs out. I get that. Um, Mary, why did you write at that moment? Because I think that's great. You took yourself out of the meditation and you wrote, and I was like, oh, I wanna make sure I share this with everyone so they, they know they don't have to do it one way. What made you write at that moment? For me, I realized that's how I best learned is, is to write. I sort of process it that way. And a lot of times I think I'm going to remember and I forget. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And, and the reason why I want to bring that up is because as we do more of these pod parties, right, with memberships, people for membership, um, the more I want you to do what works for you. And I want you to honor that. Because you may be in a meditation with me and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm falling asleep. Open your eyes then. You can do a meditation with your eyes open. Um, you might be like, I got to walk around when I do this, I can't sit still. 
the more you honor your own instincts, your, your own feelings of what you need to do, the more you're going to start cultivating a very clear, dynamic, solid relationship with your guides and with yourself and with trust, with trust. And if anybody knows me, and I know Mary knows me super well because she's in my programs. Marie has been in Soul Finder Academy, so she knows me well too. And people that, are, and Corinne, and there's certain people that have been with me for quite some time, Sharon and stuff, you know that I want you to do it your way. It's like the yoga teacher that I listen to um, that I take my classes with. He says, I make suggestions, you make decisions. Such a powerful statement. All right, so now I'm going to just give you some homework and then we're gonna open it up to Q&A and I'll explain how the Q&A works. I would like to know in the chat right now how that experience was for you, how it was for you. Did you see your guide? Did you feel your guide? You know, I just wanna know what it was for you. What I'd like you to do guys is really for the next three weeks, I want you to really work with this guide I don't, you don't have to go into a 20 minute meditation. You can wake up in the morning and be like three breaths to them. That's it. Just walk with me today. When you're washing the dishes, wherever they're standing, just breathe with them. Washing the dishes. You're there. Talk to me. Talk to me. I don't care if they don't answer you. Talk with them. When you're walking, I would say don't do it when you're driving until you really have a great grasp of how your physical being works. I, I don't know about you guys with time recently, but I am losing hours of time. And I'm like, what the heck? What day is today? Like things are just going so fast. We're collapsing time where parallels times are coming together. So I don't want you doing that in the car because you will fly out if you don't know how to ground and stuff. So I want you to be in safe spaces. Don't be walking around cliffs and stuff. But if you're like on a safe path, do it. Talk lean by a tree for a second and just do it. The more you do it in everyday activity, brushing your teeth, the more you're going to recognize that they're with you at every moment. You don't need to be in deep meditation to communicate with your guides every moment. One of the things in this house, when I came into this house, my other house and my apartment before that, my meditations are like, my channel sessions are like, woo, you know, this house has been interesting to me. And I constantly ask my guides, some of it, I'm surrounded by trees. So I have to um, put a shield of um, archangels and ascended masters that I use to keep the, it's like, if I, if, let me just explain this real quick. Cause it might be a really great tool for you guys. I don't go to Disneyland. I love Disneyland. But when I go to Disneyland, it's like somebody took me and plugged me into everybody's experience. And it's like all the families that are fighting and bickering about uh, what ride to go on and then all the happiness and all the like, well, I want that hot dog now and all of that. And I go home and I'm like a Christmas tree and it's like, oh my goodness. And I can't sleep for hours. So I recognize that the trees, as much as the forest is clearing and it's beautiful and it's incredible. And I love the forest. I'm in it all the time. It's also gathering energy from all the houses that are planted around here. And so I have to ask my, uh, I use a particular um, guidance system to keep that energy back so it doesn't interfere with my, re with my channel sessions. And then what my guides also told me was, I'm in such constant communication, I don't need to be in deep meditation. So, so this house has been an interesting experience for me channeling. It doesn't stay the same. You may have an intense channel session one day and the next day it's like blip but it doesn't mean it's not as potent or as important. Okay, so here's your homework and then I'm gonna to open to Q&A and I'm gonna look at your chat and see what you said. 
Next three weeks, I want you working with that guide at least once a day. Don't make it complicated, simple. Every morning when I wake up, I'm just going to say hello to them and breathe, send three breaths to them. And then I'm just going to notice throughout the day I'm on the supermarket line, what's happening. The synchronicity that happens in my life, it blows me away, blows me away. Um, the other thing I want you to do is play just, I, that's the main thing I'm going to give you. That's what I'm going to give you. I'm not going to give you symbolic work right now. Okay. There is one other thing they want me to give you. Notice your relationship to things. Notice your relationship to people. Notice your relationship to objects. Notice your relationship to yourself. Notice your relationship to doing laundry. Notice your relationship with things. It's going to deepen your relationship with your guides. Okay. Great work. Let me see what people said and then I'm going to open it up. Um, Beva said, keep hearing, do it your way. Love that. I think I just figured out my disconnect, Sharon said, I have to replay this again. Well, great. Calm and present. Breathe exercise, powerful breath exercise that Mary said. I assume they are with me 24 seven. Beautiful, Corinne. I uh, just realized that the thoughts that keep me constantly active are coming from my guides, revealing my next step. Beautiful, Sharon. Great work. This is all really good, guys. Um, oops, I can't. For some reason, it's not going down. Okay. So for, let me see. State of, Beva says it does change the state of personal discovery. Great. Okay. So for a Q&A, I will answer anything. I will answer anything that has to do with the material. I will answer, you guys have been with me for a while, so you know how I am. I will answer reading questions. Um, I don't want a lot of story. I don't need a big context, but I'm here for you in any way that I can be here for you. I'm only gonna be able to take probably, we'll see how it goes. I'm just really loving this uh, energy with all of you. I also wanna know feedback wise, how this was for you. Did you enjoy this? Was this helpful? Is this gonna really help you? Do you feel to grow your relationship with your guides as we continue to do these things? Cause this is new. I'm testing this out for three months to see how this goes with you guys. Um, explain in relationship to things. So Corinne, do you want to un do you want to um, unmute a second, honey, or you're not on camera? You may not be able to be on camera. I am. I teared up I through the meditation. What'd you say, honey? I teared up during the meditation. And why do you think that is? In, re in relationship, <laughs> in love. That's what you felt from your guides. Yeah. Imagine how powerful that is when you're with it all the time, mm -hmm. especially during, you've had some real struggles like, you know, recently or last year, there was a lot that went on with you. It's still going on. Yeah. But it's better. Good. No, I feel them all the time. I don't know who they are. That's why this is really good. I know they're here 24 seven. Who did you use? Was it Archangel Michael you used? No, Gabriel, right. Archangel Gabriel. Beautiful. Did you see a color um, associated with Archangel Gabriel or when they gave you a color? They gave me red. Great. Let me ask you this. What is your relationship to red? Do you know? How do you feel about red? <laughs> I have red hair, I guess. <laughs> it's actually strawberry blonde. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, that must be it. How do you feel about 
strawberry, your strawberry blonde hair or the color red? How do you feel about it? Get drop into your heart for a second. Calm, love, peaceful. Okay. So that's, you asked the question of what does it mean to be in relationship to things? You have a, you have a relationship with the color red. We have relationship with everything because we have an understanding of what our experience is with it. Okay. Even if something new comes into our arena, a new person, we are creating a relationship with that item or that person right away. Some of it's based on past experience. A lot of it is, right? But we're still in relationship with it. I, I, I don't know how else to describe that than to do it in experience. Like I have a relationship with my water bottle. I'm going to say, yeah. Oh, how much it means to you. Okay. Okay. I have one with my water bottle as well. <laughs> it goes everywhere with me. Yes. Okay. But, but there right. are things we also don't like. Pardon me? You know, we, there are things we don't like that we have relationship to. Mm -hmm. And really what it does is it helps you to get to know yourself more than anything else. Mm -hmm. because it's not about what Mary Jo has said to me and, and my mm -hmm. relationship with her. It's about how I feel about Mary Jo. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Cause my relationship with the color red is not good. It just <laughs> reminds me of nuns, you know, cloister nuns marking up my papers with red. Oh my. Yeah. So we have, this is why, remember I teach you the symbolic language of your soul and you're the instrument. Mm -hmm. So your relationship with Archangel Gabriel is going to be different than my relationship with Archangel Gabriel. Right, right. Okay, thank you. That was very good. Yeah, great right. job. Thank you, sweetie. All right, so if you have a question, you can put it in the thing or raise your hand. Um. My relationship with guided meditations, Beva says, ironic, difficult, being visual, kind of feel forced into a box way it must be done. So Beva, what I would say, anybody who struggles with guided meditations is I give them other ways to do it. With you, you're an artist. I would love to see you um, do a guided meditation without your eyes closed, but writing poetry or drawing or coloring and see what comes forward for you. You know, you guys have heard me say this for you. Some of you have been with me years, right? And I'm always saying you're the instrument. So if I was to apply techniques and tools for you and told you this is the only way to work, you would miss out on so much. So I actually like when people come to me respectfully, obviously we all know how I feel about that, with when they can't do it a certain way, I'm like, this is great. Let's get creative with it. So she said, I do writing or meditations with open eyes, do it draw next time pick one color even that would be in, i'd be like one color only marilyn don't make me do that you might it might be a mind-blowing what would happen simmy i'll just call on you honey <laughs> so um a rainbow yeah so just play with it don't think that there's only one way to do it and it's only my way because that's not true hi simmy you can unmute yourself honey so I actually don't have any question. I just wanted to say real quick that I just joined. I've just known you from, I think, Beyond the Ordinary, um, maybe for a month now. And I'm so excited like, about this work. And just the fact that, like, that we do. Okay, so before I always thought that 
I had to hear, I had to see, I like I had to, and it was, I think it was blocking everything because I, I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. And this was going on for years. So I just literally, I stopped um, doing anything for years, anything, because I was so frustrated. And so now the fact that I'm like, wow, I can just make like, I know, I, okay, I think by now that I'm making up stuff, which I understand that's completely fine. And it's so exciting. And I'm seeing so many symbols, so many and numbers are crazy all day long. I see numbers, numbers, numbers. So anyhow, I wanted to thank you so much because it's just clarified for me that I'm able to actually connect with, with my guides, you know, and, and, and I thought I was like a lost cause. <laughs> like there's no, it's not gonna happen ever. So it's really exciting for me. I really, really thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing that. There's something I want to um, say back to you. First of all, it's great. What's great about it is you were like, I have to see, I have to hear, uh, and and I'm not seeing and hearing. And I, I get this question a lot. I've been teaching this material for like 15 years, right? And the thing that comes up for me is we're, we're always in, I don't do this, so I can't put myself in this category anymore. I've noticed people compare themselves to how other people see and hear. Like people would be like, why don't I get it like you, Marilyn? I'm like, because you're not me. You negate your own gifts and you're not doing that to me. So I want to use you as a teaching tool for other people who are having similar struggles that you had. Yeah. So I love this, that we, everything you said, I'm getting chills with this because what's going to happen is you're going to be like, really realizing like, oh my goodness, I'm hearing ringing or I'm hearing that butterfly. There's going to be something else that opens up. Yeah. And then you're going to, like you said, you're seeing repetitive numbers all the time. So all of a sudden you're giving access way. It's like we take the blinders off. Yeah. So I love this. I would love for you to look at the numbers class and membership when you have time. I feel like you will love that class yes. and that'll be really fun for you. I actually did, and I'm going to do it over again because I know I was very excited about everything. So I'm going to do it over again. You know, it might be great for you though. If you did it already, then maybe do one of the tarot classes, the minor, okay. or do the minor arcana in the tarot class. Cause I okay. go over numbers and tarot in that. And that'll be a lot of fun for you. I think. Okay. Yeah. And you don't have to, but that's just a suggestion. Yeah. yeah I'm doing everything. Great. Okay. Great. <laughs> Simi. Thank you. Welcome to membership. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. Okay. Uh, let me just see if anybody raised, nobody raised. And I think Beva said she had a question. So I'm here to answer anything guys, even if it's about your life, have a question, not in relation, but focus and clarity if chosen can copy paste here or try audio. I'll try audio with you, Beva. So unmute yourself if you can. I know you, there you are. Hi, Beva. Oops, I just muted you by accident, Beva. So um, unmute yourself again. I meant to, there you go. Hi, Beva. She always has technical difficulties. Okay, let's try right there. This. I hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm deciding to do something right here so I can ask my question. I'm about to be seen. So I have a lot of anxiety right now. So, mm -hmm. uh, but this is a small enough group. So here we go. Yeah, but remember it's going on the podcast. Beva! <gasps> oh my goodness. I want to give you the biggest kiss and hug. I finally get to see you. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's a hard word for me. <laughs> I, I don't care. My heart is so open. Thank you for trusting me enough to do that. 
Well, I also trust the group enough, even though I don't know everybody here. So this is a really huge step for me. So uh, congratulations. How does it feel? Uh, I'm okay. I learned this word recently from a peer support coach. Stage fright. Yes. <laughs> and I can equate what that actually feels like. So that's what it feels like anyway. Um, to get real quick to my question. I'm just, can I just say this? Though? Sure, Thank sure. You. Go ahead. It means so much. To, I don't care if people stay off camera because I trust their and respect their process, but it means so much to me that you, you, I'm just happy to see you. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's making me tear up. So I'm really happy to see you. Well, it, it has been a long process for me to hide behind images and not, I, I just have this don't like to be seen physically and unless yeah. it's in person, but yeah. it's technology. So anyway, um, I had said that my question was not on relationship and that's okay. If it's okay with you, but yes, um, fine. What's your question? my question is around, I took your advice. I wrote down what I wanted to say. Okay. Good. Um, I'm just going to read it if that's okay. Sure. You speak often of focus and clarity. Some have told me I am intensely focused, thorough, detail-oriented, yet a very big picture, bigger picture thinker. Uh, that's what my therapist says. And I'm putting it all out there right now. Hey, sure. how do I focus like on small goals? I don't have a lot of big goals, but small goals. Um, when I have several tasks needing attention and projects that I'm a chimping chipping away to accomplish parentheses I learned over time I do better to allow myself to jump back and forth on projects like paintings to keep from being bored it took me mm -hmm. 30 years one time to finish a painting mm. sort of multitasking though there really is no such thing just the speed of shifting thought and I learned that over a long period of time but I want to know Every time you've said focus and clarity and all these Q and A's and I hear you, my mind goes like, uh, I have this thing, this need to explain and I'm trying to curtail that. So focus right here, this example, focus on the question. So here's my feeling about this and my response to this. First of all, um, I'm going to say a few things. And I'm going to ask you to sit with it a bit and choose what's best. And I love the fact that you're working so hard on yourself with therapists and right type of people to support you. Here's my first question for you. What would change? And it's a trick question. So you have to answer it honestly. What would change if you focus the way you think you hear me saying you need to focus? What would change in your life if you focused the way you think you're hearing me say you need to focus? The way I think I hear you? The way you feel like I'm saying you need to focus and have clarity. What would change in your life if you did it the way you think I'm saying it? I don't know that it would change because I automatically tend to like, I don't want to do it that way. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to do it my way. And... I'm struggling with forget about what anybody else thinks about me or what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. 
And I keep hearing this thing I posted about comparison and, and competition. And it's it's a big reminder. Reminder. So with you, that would be my answer to you is um, you have a, a very, um, uh, I'm trying to find the right word. It's different, interesting, a multidimensional way of how you take in information and how you put out information. And I would never want to get in the way of that or edit that because it's very creative and unique to you and it's very beautiful, right? So my only thing would be, if you feel like you're not getting the results that you need to get, you may have to put yourself through some types of productivity exercises, but that's up to you. So for me, we're spiritual people are very creative people. We're always going into different directions where we're starting different things and not finishing them. And that wasn't okay for me anymore because I wasn't moving the needle forward. So I had to start studying certain productivity ways of doing my calendar, of handling my time. That really was, a, it was a hard adjustment, but once I made the adjustment, it worked for me. So my answer to you is if you're not getting the results that you want and you think focus and clarity is the thing that's causing you from not getting the results you want, there may be some type of techniques and tools you have, you may wanna try learning to see if they work for you. I think the progress pods are gonna help you quite a bit though, because it's very different than what you think. But what were you gonna to say to that, Beth? I, I know I have this thing with written words and certain words, sometimes they're triggers. Mm -hmm. And I focus directly on a word and what it means to me. And that's one of those words every time I hear it, when you talk about focus and clarity is, you talk about, um, having a goal or a dream and that's something you want to go through go towards and you focus you find a way to get there i get hung up on certain words that i try not to because words are a modality that i wish more people could understand thought transfers whatever you want to call that telepathy whatever mm -hmm. because to me it transcends even to give an example, like when you're speaking to somebody in a foreign language, and I, this happens to me, uh, I know a little bit of Spanish and I say what I can, but I know there's that transmission of energy. Yes, totally. They get some of it, just enough what they need to work on. And yes. I don't know how to bypass having to rely on words, honestly. I, I would rather like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a school sign, you know, it's like, slow down, you know, you're in this zone. And I guess part of me just doesn't like having to slow down when everything's moving so fast. That makes any sense. It does. It, it all makes sense. So this is what I'm going to say to you. Um, there's a couple of things I'm going to say to you, but we're not going to be able to, this is like where I'm yeah. going to have to bring it today. Right. And then you'll have to see what happens. I want you journaling about or drawing or painting your relationship with words. I want you diving into your relationship with words because let me tell you something, Beva, my guides don't speak to me in words. They speak to me in vibration and energy. And so I, I interpret it through my words and my life experience. That's why I teach symbolic language of soul. I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong at all. I want you to find your way. And I understand like words just, you don't really, they, you have an interesting relationship with them that I can't put words to. I'm not going to, and I don't think it's wrong. I'm not, I'm accept, full acceptance of how you're doing this. Where it gets a little bit of a challenge for me as a coach 
is if it's not, if you're in struggle with it constantly, how are you going to make peace with it based on your life and what you want to experience in your life? That would be the question. Can I explain? It's, it's all internal and I have no problem with it. Communicating with my guides, it's constant. And at times I hear words and phrases or whatever. It's the problem that I perceive for me is communicating out loud to the world, interacting. And that's where my anxiety like goes way yeah. up. So, so anyway, so I know it's not I'm something you hear. No, this, is, I, this is not something what, honey? I know it's not something time-wise that you can really put into. No, and it's also app. not my area of expertise. That's the thing, because there's probably psychological components to it. There's also your um, makeup, wh who you are as a person. I'm not going to sit here and say, you have to do it this way. I would never do that. But if there's a struggle going on, you have to, that, you have a relationship with, I'm not saying, so let me just use the word struggle because that may not be the right identifying word, but you're having a relationship with the struggle of it. You not you having a difficulty with communicating verbally with others, and I'm I'm forgive me as I butcher up your experience because that's not what I mean to okay. do. I feel it on an energetic level. You love painting, you love poetry. That's beautiful. I don't for me, so this is how I'd explain it for me, Beva. I don't communicate. I love talking to people, but I do it quickly and stuff. I'm very aware of my instrument and who I like to be around and who I don't like to be around and who I'm going to communicate with and who I don't. I have a deep respect for my own personal being of how I am with people. I feel like what's happening to you right now is you're learning how to deeply respect your process and accept it. Okay. Exactly. So thank you for yeah. those words. <laughs> So what I want you to do, sweetie, is to go back. This is about a, an hour into the recording. I have to talk to Laura and Trisha about how we're going to do the recordings because, of course, it's going to go on the podcast, but we'll probably put it in a member's area for a little while. I want you to go back and listen to this particular part and make notes or draw about it. Okay, honey? Okay, I'll work on the drawing part. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Great Thank job, you. Bevan. Great to see you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take one more. I don't know if anybody raised it. I know there's a question in the chat. So let me grab that real quick. Um, Maria. Um, oh, Gloriana had one too. Okay. Okay, great. So let me go to Maria first and I'll go to you, Gloriana. Um, I received a new moon, Maria, this Maria, I received a new moon from my guide, asked why, but forgot the answer. Might have been impatience. My question was why I have such a hard time writing posts or Facebook for Facebook. I feel like I seldom get an answer. I did not already know, knew. Maybe you can get an idea on what Falcon wanted to tell me. No, this is what I'm going to do. Are you okay with talking, Maria, uh, being unmuted? Okay, honey, unmute. So we did this really fun exercise in Next Level Living where they did a dream exercise. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. I sang thank you to my guides. And when they did the dream exercise and then they got characters from the dream, I asked them to have a character in their dream write a Facebook post for them. And a couple of them did it. And it was a lot of fun and it was creative. I would ask you, Maria, to have Falcon write the Facebook post, whether you post it or not. Let Falcon write it. 
what, what I feel like is happening for you and I want to hear from you, but what I feel like is happening is there's a, a lack, there's a little bit of an insecurity about it. People have, um, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but people have a, it's about, you know, being seen and heard, right. Or putting something out there. Like I put something out on Facebook yesterday about my dentist sent me a text and said, you probably all saw this, but I have to read this to you real quick. Cause I thought it was freaking hilarious. So they sent me a text saying, where is it? Um, we look forward to seeing you. And I texted back saying, I wish I could say the same because I am not looking forward to seeing the dentist at all. And I thought it was hilarious. And I put it up on Facebook and then people start projecting their crap on me, telling me you need to find a new dentist. I found a great, my dentist is amazing. The hygienist, I don't know how she puts up with my anxiety in the chair, right? My other dentist, I would say, oh, I don't want to be here. He goes, how do you think I feel when you come in the door? I want to take the gas. So it had nothing. So people put their opinions on it. And I got annoyed yesterday, Maria. I actually deleted it off my business page because I just didn't feel like getting the advice. And then I recognized that I had to be just okay with it. People, a lot of people got the humor of it that I literally text them back and said, wish I could feel the same way about you. But the point is, is such a great exercise because you're putting yourself out there and people are going to have their opinions no matter what. And you've just got to be good and clear and comfortable with what it is you want to say, because otherwise we're not sharing what we need to say. And people aren't getting to experience you. Now, I want to hear from you what you think, but I feel like Falcon wants to write the post. Okay, so what do you think? Yeah, okay. Falcon is going to write the post for everyone in membership, not just to me then. You mean like his And by message. the way, let's go there a second. Marie is a moderator. How amazing have her posts been in fit membership? Have you been reading them? They've been amazing. You and your room? Oh my goodness. I'm like, these posts are incredible. Sorry, honey, but they are. Go ahead. Yeah, but it's also that it's, it's, it's stressing me out too much. So it's mm. taking the fun out, out of it. So I'm, I'm in a block right now, blockage okay. a little bit about it. But And after I wrote my, my question to you here, I, it came to me, of course, it could be the new moon. It's like, I have too much expectation that I should say something new, but I'm not a spiritual guru. So, well, I mean, it's, it can be that partly. But I also thought that when, when you asked us to, to circle the, the symbol, I thought the moon looked like a hook. Like a hook, do you say hook? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hook, yeah. And I don't know what, what, why that was. Maybe I'm hooked in some kind of idea or something. And Falcon is just telling me to, to soar or to let go, I guess. But uh, I, I will let him talk when I write. I mean, <laughs> let him write the post, see what happens. Well, I want you to do a few things. So you said, I'm not a spiritual guru. Um, we're all spiritual gurus and none of us are spiritual gurus. We all are spiritual beings that have something to say and share. And I know you really well, Maria, and people in your energy feel very, very loved. You have a, a way about you where it, it's something like if I was around you, not that I would do this because I'm so about like, we all know I'm not the biggest hugger and all, but I'd want to lay my head on your chest in all honesty, because I would feel completely nurtured. So I would like you to also let the moon write a post or what I'd like you to do is there's a thing on Google. If you Google like free photos, because we're not allowed to really take people's photos or take a picture of the moon, even if it's not clear, I'd like you to let the moon write a post too. I'd also like you to look for beautiful quotes about the moon. 
we know that like in membership, we have strict rules about like sharing certain things, but we're okay if you share a quote from someone or you share something beautiful you saw. Think a little bit out of the box. Allow yourself to be creative. And then I would do in the post too, disclosure, guys, this is something I'm really practicing coming out of the box. You know how supportive membership is. Mm. I'm going to do something a little quirky here. Here it is. It's scary. But I have not seen in membership because I look at those posts and I read a lot of the answers. I don't see anything but supportive community in there. So um, if I saw somebody say, hey, Maria, you're nuts, we would take it up with that person right away. You know that. So we're not going to allow that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Membership is very safe. I, it's more internal. You know, I, I feel silly and things. And the worst thing yeah. that could happen is I'm igno ignored. I'm not afraid anyone would yeah. say anything negative. <laughs> yeah. It. So it's the ignoring part, too. I get that when you put a post out. And I but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. really. And, and we can't gauge how much we love ourselves based on, and I understand this, so I'm relating, can't gauge how much we love ourselves based on, oh, these people love this post and, oh, this post didn't. Sometimes no. my posts, if they don't get yeah. anything, I've been like, yeah, I got to let it go. Yes. Good. Good for you for putting yourself out there. Congratulations. Great Thank job. you. And great ideas. I feel already more creative now. Thank Good. you. <laughs> You're welcome. Here's that picture behind you with the um, the uh, blue with the um, vases, the cups and stuff. I'd like you to take a picture of that and let that picture also be something. Even if it's the only post in membership is, I love that I have this picture. What would you fill this up with? Or what would you hope it was filled with? Mm, okay. <laughs> okay, honey. Thank you, sweetie. And thanks Thank for the job you. you're doing Thank in you, membership. Madam. You're welcome. Okay, Gloriana. And then I'm going to have to go. You guys are doing great. Uh, she said, I know you don't do medical, but this isn't, this isn't medical. <laughs> Why is it so difficult to heal oneself? Well, Gloriana, what are you struggling with healing? Is it physical, mental? It's all of the above. What is it? Um, physical right now. But what is the mental component or the psychological or spiritual component with the physical? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, What's the physical ailment you're struggling with? So I have cataracts. Mm, okay. Are, are you yeah. doing surgery? I, in July, I'm scheduled for July. Are you afraid of the surgery? Um, no, I'm actually looking forward to it because I'd like to be able to see again. Yeah. So what is the thing that you're feeling like you can't heal if you've already made a decision to have surgery to heal it? Um, so for the past month, I've actually been, well, I haven't put a lot of time into it, but um, when I have, it's like, I should be able to clear my eyes so I can see freely. Um, and now is just gifted another month and a half because surgery, won't happen for a month and a half. I just met with the doctor yesterday, finally. And I'm like, you know, why can't I heal myself? I feel like, so there's two things happening here as you're talking. So, you know, this is a very interesting conversation and I'll tell you why. So I was thinking, who was I listening to recently? It was somebody who healed themselves from a very physical big physical thing and I wish I could remember who it was and I was watching it and I was like how did they do it 
And then I was thinking about Dr. Joe Dispenza who healed himself from a horrific accident. And I, if I ever get to speak to him, I'm gonna say, cause I've never heard him talk about this in an interview. I wanna know his thought process that he was able at that age to say to surgeons, I am not having surgery. And he laid in a bed for six months and healed himself. I wanna know how he had the confidence to do that. Besides the fact that he was a chiropractor and stuff. So he had the medical background, but my answer to this to you is it's a belief system. If you truly believe you can heal yourself, I don't, I'm not, you know, like I said, I don't like doing medical stuff, but this mm -hmm. is, I've been working on this too. I feel like if people could truly believe they can heal themselves, they can heal themselves. They do. They get into a state of already being healed. You're going back and forth. You're going back and forth from why can't I heal myself? Well, then there's a belief that you can't. So there, right there, you're starting from a place that's not healing. And then you're like, well, I'm going to book the surgery, which I don't think there's anything wrong with at all. I know people have had cataract right. surgery and had great health. But if, if like Dr. Joe, is, if, as much as I know his story, he was like, no, no surgery. It was Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins had a big brain tumor. Got a call from the doc. He went for a, mil a, a, a thing. He had to get a checkup or something. And the doctor kept trying to contact him and his assistant's like, the doctor wants you to call him. And Tony was like, I don't have time. I'm traveling, I'm traveling, I'm traveling. And he came home to his, uh, his door and the assistant was like, the doctor needs you to call him. So he called the doctor and the doctor's like, you have this huge brain tumor. You need to come into surgery right away. And Tony's like, I'm going to, I don't remember what country he was going to. I'm going to this black country. I'll, I'll let you know. And he went to different surgeons and shows, it was why he grew so big, chose not to have the surgery. And he has, I can't remember exactly, he wrote that book, Life Force, which somebody just sent me as a gift. He was another one. I was like, how did he know to do that? That's a belief system. He believed in himself above all else. That is my answer, Gloriana, but I don't have the full on answer to this. How does, how does that, how do you, what do you hear from that? What do you receive from that? So here's an interesting thing. Um, a seven-year-old said, I don't understand why I can't heal my father of his disease. And mm -hmm. she had a full belief in it. And I thought I should have that same ability, that same belief. Well, she can't heal her father unless her father's willing to be healed. Oh, that's true. That's true. So here's my thing with healers. And I did a okay. post about this once. Your, your healer is only as good as you're willing to receive the healing. You can have the best healer in the world work on you. And that healer may move consciousness and belief systems around, but if you're not ready to receive the healing, the healing is not going to happen. In my opinion, there might be so, healers out there. The healers act like gods. So they may be healers out there. Like say you're crazy. I don't care. That's the way I feel. Think about the people that are like these major healers and people go to them and like, they healed me because they believe they could be healed by that healer. Beliefs. I have to believe I can heal myself. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank yeah, you. Just great. In circle. Thank you. That was great. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, guys, we are going to stop our first pod party. You are amazing. I love all of you. Give me your commitment in the chat, what you're going to do for the next three weeks. Give me your commitment of what you're going to do. And I, it's, it could be the homework I gave you, or it could be something else. Um, besides the homework I want you to do, you know, constant communication with your guide every single day. I don't care if you're washing your dishes. Um, I get downloads on the toilet a lot. 
you know, or in the shower. Gia said, guide assignment. Okay, so anything, you can choose anything, but I wanna hear what you're gonna do. I want you to commit to this. And I think the progress cards are probably starting next week, which will be really great for all of you. <sighs> okay, let's see what we got. Uh, I'm going to connect with guides and trust myself. Great, Gloriana. I'm going to commit time to have fun with my guides. Great. Greatest takeaway, believe in yourself. Deciding to be more mindfully intentioned in the statement. Beautiful, Beva. Great. All right. Some of you are writing slow. Well, you told me, Maria said, trust more, dare more, care less about certain things. Order not to take the fun out of it. Good, good, good. In order not to take the fun out of it. That's beautiful, Maria. Beautiful. I want to hear. Uh, Sandy said, next 30, learn to nurture myself with communic while communicating my guides. Beautiful, Sandy. I love that. That's perfect. That's such a good, I'm going to read her slow again. It's such a great intention. She said, next 30, meaning next 30 days. Learn to nurture myself while communicating with my guides. Beautiful. That's really creating a very dynamic relationship and talking with them. Simi said, breath with my guides every day. Love that. Okay, guys. So let's all unmute. And um, we do this sometimes if you want. And we're going to share one word um, with the community that's listening to this on the podcast or on YouTube or anything. So I'm going to go to each one of you. And you're just going to share one word that you want to share with whoever listens to this, okay? Um, I will go to Gia first. Inspiration. Inspiration. Gloriana. Trust. Trust. Beva. I've actually got two, but trust then believe. Trust and believe, beautiful. Simi. Trust was my word. Beautiful. Sandy, we can all have Hope. the same word. Hope. Say it again. Hope. Thank you. I kept talking over you. I wanted to hear your beautiful voice. Hope. Corinne. Unconditional love. Beautiful. Sharon. Glory. Glory, you said, right? Mm -hmm. Love that. Maria. Wisdom. Wisdom. And I'm trying to see. I think that's everyone. Everyone came on camera. Jillian, do you have a word, honey? Commitment. Commitment. Beautiful. Good. My word is community. Mm -hmm. I love you guys. Really beautiful. Gave me able to see you face to face and to do this studying together. It's really wonderful. So thank you so much. And as you're listening to the podcast, we will be accepting a few people who aren't in the program into the pod party. So just uh, look out on my email list for that. Um, but it's mainly going to be for membership for your soul. And then we'll have about five slots left for other people to come in and experience the community in this really magical, beautiful way. That's the way I'm going to be doing it for a few months. Um, thank you so much, guys. I love you. Thank you for showing up and giving me your time today. I can't let me know how it goes in the Facebook page. Also, it'd be really great if you guys go into the membership community and share a takeaway. Maria, that'd be a great post to do, honey. But for all of you, it'd be really wonderful to move that needle forward if you're and post something in the Facebook group so everybody could get the opportunity to learn something. Okay. That would be great. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you soon. Much love to all of you. Bye.